0: Welcome everyone to this week's episode of Gardening the Well podcast. My name is James. Hopefully you are doing well. Um, Really appreciate you tuning in with us all the time and downloading and or listening to the podcast. We pray that it is a blessing to you. Um, If you want to, you can connect with us. comment and whatnot through uh, Podbean or even on Facebook, uh, look us up on Fade Facebook, Guarding the Well. Uh, we'd really love to hear from you. Uh, and if you don't mind, uh, if you could subscribe to this podcast, that would really help us out here. Uh, whatever platform you're using or you find us on, I know when I look at the analytics, there's there's Google, there's Apple, there's Podbean, uh, there's a couple other um avenues that you all listen to us through. Excuse me. Uh, And if you would really, really just hit the subscribe uh, button and subscribe to this podcast. That would be a great blessing to us here. It would really help us out. And uh, if you have any comments, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, If something that we have said uh, here on the podcast has helped you with your walk with the Lord, we'd really love to hear from you. Um, But also I want to share with you and remind you of a book that I have out. Well, I actually have two books out, and you may not know that. Uh, The first book I wrote, Ooh, maybe about five years ago uh, now. Uh, Yeah, a couple years back now. Uh, It is uh, called A Father's Love, Where is God in the Storms of Life? And I wrote that book in um, about 2014, 2015. It actually took me a couple years to write it because what it actually just talks about is... uh, me processing things with everything with my oldest son Noah who has uh, Duchenne muscular dystrophy and uh, if you don't know what that is uh, in short uh, it's a hundred percent fatal disease with uh, the muscles in the person's body wasting away and them being unable to do anything. Uh, My son's 13 uh, he's in a full-time wheelchair and everything along those lines and I wrote that book because usually when I tell people that I have a son with a disease like that, they say they have a a look or an idea of, well, you're a pastor. Why would God allow something like that to happen to uh, someone in your family. And so I wrote that book uh, talking about where is God in the storms of life in, in light of that. That just helped me process. I've learned that writing is a way to, for me to process things going on in my life. But uh, I also have a new book out called Guarding the Well, uh, which if you're familiar with this podcast, you know, it's the same name. Uh, right now it's an ebook. It's $2.99 on uh, Amazon. If, if you do the ebook thing, uh, if you want to go pick that up, would greatly appreciate that. Uh, hopefully soon we'll have it out in, in paperback, but uh, th- that is all about guarding your heart, guarding your well. Uh, and there's things in that book that I haven't spoken about on uh, this podcast yet, but maybe in the future we will. And so it's not a big book. Uh, it's about 94 pages. Uh, so it's only about 40,000 words. So you're more than welcome to go pick that up and would love to hear from you if you do. But Here's a, here's a question for you. I want to know if you've ever asked this question, and I'm going to go out on a limb and assume that you have. Have you ever asked a question, why? Why is this happening in my life? Or maybe you can look back in your life and say, well, why did that happen in my life? Why, why am I going through this situation? Most of us, if not all of us, have asked that question at one point or another in our lives. I've been pastoring for 14 years. I've had so many people ask me that question, um, and I've asked that question. I just mentioned a few moments ago, kind of why I wrote my first book. Uh, It says, why is this happening? And uh, we've always, we've all been there. It is literally the top question that I get asked uh, next to... uh, uh, angels, demons, and aliens. Um, I I do a lot of youth ministry, Um, but we asked a question, why? Um, And and so I want to just touch on that a little bit this morning uh, or or today, is why things happen in our lives. Why do the difficult situations happen? And I'll be honest with you right from the get-go, I can't answer the whole question in full um, because I don't have an answer to the fullness of that question. None of us do. Uh, And I'll also say this, that it's always easier said than done. I went to visit someone one time and they had um, brain cancer and they weren't going to heal from it and they they knew that. And I never had met this person before. I was asked to go visit them. And I walked into the hospital room and I could still remember it to this day and it's been about seven, eight years. And I introduced myself uh, to them and, and told them who asked me to come visit them. And the words out of their mouth was, why is this happening to me, and don't tell me that God has a reason for it, and that kind of threw me off, but they were honest, and I was able to talk to them a a bit about it, but what I want to share with you today is something that I find really important, and uh, at my church, um, if you don't know, I I pastor a church, and what we've been doing over the last couple weeks is we've been doing a church series on God's faithfulness, and so I've been preaching about God's faithfulness, uh, because through COVID and everything, everything that has transpired in our lives over the last year, and for many of us, it, even before COVID has hit, there's always been something that's going on in our lives. But I wanted to talk about God's faithfulness because we doubt God's faithfulness if we're honest there are many times that we wrestle with God's faithfulness. We doubt his faithfulness. We question his faithfulness and everything along those lines. And this past Sunday, I, I was preaching on our difficulty in God's faithfulness. And if you ever, uh, maybe one one day I'll be able to start getting the sermons up on the, on the podcast, but uh, I haven't really felt led to do that just yet. Uh, they are on, on Facebook, um, but, and our church website and all that. But I wanted to talk about God's faithfulness, and one of the things in God's faithfulness is is this, and I I want you to get today's, Idea, because if you're able to get this and, and understand this about God's faithfulness, it's really going to help you guard your heart, and it's really going to help you to improve your walk with the Lord. And that's our sole aim with this podcast: it's to help you guard your heart, to guard your well, uh, the wellspring of life, as uh, Solomon says in Proverbs chapter four, verse twenty-three. Above all else, guard your heart, for it is the wellspring of life. And that's the the verse that this podcast and even that that book I mentioned to you a couple minutes, come from, and we want it to help you improve your walk with the Lord. And so what was taking place is this, and I'll just share with you, it comes from an area of Scripture that a lot of people know, and it's usually in the month of December that we read it, because it has to do with the time's right around Jesus' birth, and it's when um, the wise men come. Many people know the story of how the wise men come to see Jesus and everything along those lines when he was born. And what a lot of people don't realize is, is in Matthew chapter 2, and verses 13 uh, to 23, there's a section where um, the wise men, they don't go back to Herod and tell, them, tell him where uh, baby Jesus was at because they're warned in a dream. And so what Herod does is, Herod wants to kill Jesus. He wants to kill the baby for a lot of reasons, and I don't want to take up all your time today, but he tells the he makes an order for all the babies two years younger to be killed, because he wants this baby, this king of the Jews, to be killed because he is the king of the Jews. And so what happens is an angel appears to Joseph, Jesus' has adopted dad, and the angel says, get up and take the mother and the child and go to Egypt. Now that's about a 150-mile journey, so it's not an easy thing. And so that's what Joseph does. He gets up And in the middle of the night, Scripture tells us he packs up what he can, uh, and he and Mary and baby Jesus start this trek to Egypt. And a lot of people think they went to Alexandria, Egypt, which would have been about a 150-mile journey for them. And if you put yourself in the position of Joseph or even Mary— of you just had a baby. A lot of scholars believe that Jesus is only a couple months old right now, and and if you've ever gone on a family trip with a a couple-month-old child, it's not the easiest thing. I have four kids. It's not really easy. There's always the stress of packing and making sure you have everything, and then the kids crying in the car and all that craziness, and that's what was going on with Mary and Joseph. And so they ended up going to Egypt. That's a lot of stuff going on. Because Joseph as as a dad, I sit back and I think what was going through Joseph's mind? He just had a baby, an adopted baby, and now he's being told that somebody's going to come and try to kill his child and so you need to make this journey. And so that's a difficult situation to be put in. And it's in those times, it's in those situations where we start to think that maybe maybe God has dropped the ball with us. Maybe that God's faithfulness isn't really working in our lives. That God isn't being faithful to us. And here's what I want you to understand. God's faithfulness at times will cause us to go through difficulties in order to save us from something far greater. Let me say that to you again. God's faithfulness at times will cause you to go through difficulties in order to save you from going through something else. You see, God had Joseph and Mary and baby Jesus go through this difficulty of moving down to Egypt to save them from Jesus being killed by Herod's edict. And so while it was a really difficult situation and event to take part in, of moving to Egypt, it saved them from something greater, something that was more destructive. You and I, we go through things in our lives, and, and we ask that question, why? Well, Why did this happen? Why did so-and-so get sick? Why? Why did I lose my job? Why why did this happen to my child and and you know the list goes on and on and on and sometimes and i'm not saying all the times but sometimes god has us go through the difficulties so that we are saved from something else where well, we'll go through the fire because going through the, the fire saves us from going through a five-alarm blaze. And hopefully that makes sense, because maybe you're sitting in your, in your life right now looking at everything that's taken place, and you, you just can't, you can't wrap your, your mind around the answer of why is this happening. Perhaps it's to save you from something far greater. And we don't realize that. And when we don't realize that, that's when we start to doubt and wrestle with God's faithfulness. In my Bible study here at the church um, a couple months back, we had been going through the book of Isaiah, and in Isaiah chapter 57, verse 1, we came across this verse, and this verse really, really stood out to me when I read it a couple months ago, and it's really interesting, because in Isaiah chapter 57, the Lord says this through Isaiah, and it's verse 1 of, of chapter 57, he says, The righteous perish, and no one ponders it in his heart. Devout men are taken away, and no one understands that the righteous are taken away to be spared from evil. Let me just say the last couple words of that verse to you again. The righteous are taken away, meaning they die, they pass away. So the righteous die to be spared from evil. And that verse really, really got to me. Because when we read that, What God is saying is the righteous person, the one that is in Christ, died to be spared from evil, that God took them from this earth and took them to be with him to keep them from the evil or the injustice or the difficulties that they would have went through if they stayed here on this earth. And what God is saying there is that death for the righteous person was like a, a rescue, that he saved them from going through the trials and going through the hardships, going through the pain and, and, and the emotions that they would have went through if they continued to live on this earth. God goes, I saved them from that. I rescued them from that. I brought them to be with me. And that's what God's faithfulness does. We, we doubt it. Because we're in the midst of a fire. We're in the midst of the storm. And we're going, God, are you faithful to me? And God's going, yes, I am faithful to you. So you don't realize it now, but I know I have you going through the fire. But going through this fire is keeping you from something far greater later on in life. I also think of Joseph back in uh, the book of Genesis, where his brothers, you know, throw him down into a cistern to put him to death. And then they pull him out of the cistern and uh, sell him to slaves, uh, slave traders. And, you know, I picture what's going through Joseph's mind. You know, his brothers pull him up out of a cistern and he's, oh, this is good. This Maybe they're just playing a, a joke on me. And then they sell them to the slave traders. Well, what's going through Joseph's mind as he's, you know, shackled up and making this trip down to Egypt and going, oh, thanks, Lord, you saved me from the cistern. And now I'm going to be sold as a slave. What is all this? Where's your faithfulness in all of this? And God's going, Joseph, I know you're going through a difficulty right now, but I am faithful because what you're going through now is going to enable me to do something far greater in your life, but you just don't see it. And so I don't know what's going on in your life. I don't know what's really getting you to doubt God's faithfulness. What I do know is that God's faithfulness at times causes us to go through difficulties so that he saves us from going through something far greater down the road. And you may not be able to see that right now. You may not be able to see that for maybe 10, 15, 20, 30, 40 years. I don't know. But in all reality, you may not see that or understand God's faithfulness saving you from something greater until you actually meet with Jesus in heaven. And you come before him and you're like, Lord, what was up with all of that? And if it's his will, Jesus will show you the great big picture and then you'd understand that, yes, you went through a difficulty, you went through a little fire, but going through that fire saved you from the five alarm fire later in life. And that is God's faithfulness. It truly is God's faithfulness. And I, 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 what I'm about to say, I don't say it to make light of anything that you've gone through or are going through, but it may not be as bad as you think because God's faithfulness is working. And God's faithfulness will cause you to go through difficulties so that he can save you from something far greater later on. And maybe, just maybe, that's what's going on in in your life. And so I would encourage you to grasp that that concept and be in prayer about it and sit and ask God, Lord, is the reason why I'm going through this that you're trying to and are saving me from something greater down the road. And just have faith in the Lord. Don't lose trust in Him. God's faithfulness is incredibly great. It is true and it means that God never forgets His people or His promises. And so what you're going through right now may just be God saving you from something far greater, more difficult later on in life. And so hopefully that will help you guard your heart and improve your walk with the Lord as you just meditate and wrestle and ponder on that. We appreciate you joining us today. Hopefully this has been a blessing to you. Hopefully you're growing in your walk with the Lord. And if there's anything that we can do to help you, uh, pray for you or answer a question or anything along those lines, just let us know. You can leave us a comment here on Podbean or you can connect with us on Facebook. And I'm praying for you and hopefully the Lord watches over you and just draws you to himself. Appreciate it. You have a great day.